Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film preview podcast. This one is going to be for the upcoming MCU Disney slash Marvel film, Marvel Studios film, called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, or Doctor Strange Mum, M-O-M. Doctor Strange Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. I am Harris Matthew, and let's do our next preview podcast for films. I did say that I want this to be more of a regular thing in 2022 for films i did one about a month or so ago for the batman which is out this week and uh, i've got some other ones planned to do in the future as well but the next one that we've got or the next one that i could think of to do um is doctor strange and we've had a recent trailer people have been talking about it been speculating about it obviously it's a marvel film but this has got a particular layer of speculation to it so let's dig into things and I don't know what's, you know, in this film. I don't have any, you know, insider information as to, ooh, so-and-so was spotted on the set, so they're going to turn up as so-and-so. No, I don't know anything about that. I know as much as the general public does in regards to this film. Um, So let's dig into this. Uh, I've got a bunch of notes written down, which is helpful for a a podcast like this, where I can guide myself through the process, just like I did with the Batman. Uh, so let's read out some information for this. Obviously, it's Doctor Strange Two, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, um, and it's obviously going to have uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. So that's uh, obviously what we know. Initial release: It says sixth of May, twenty twenty-two. So we're just under, just over, sorry, two months out from this film because uh, it is the twenty-eighth of February today. So that's the release date. So it's the next. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be. Um, so March 30th will be Moon Knight, and then this will be after that, I think, this film. Yeah, because it will probably go into that, won't it, with the episodes. Uh, directed by one Sam Raimi, who of course has dipped into the Marvel, not the MCU technically, um, but the Marvel Universe before with Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man trilogy, uh, which was fun. Um... And yeah, that's your basic kind of information about this. So let's dig into... Let me read the synopsis that's... Or the uh, yeah, the synopsis thing that's written here. It says, Doctor Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. However, a strange... Sorry, a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle. Uh, so that's very, very interesting as well. Let's get into my first note here, which is expectations. What do I want from this film? What am I expecting to see from this film? Uh, The first thing that's kind of obvious, obviously, we're going to get a lot of timey-wimey, crazy, uh, multiverse-jumping type of things. We already kind of knew that before. Obviously, with the trailer that we've had, I think we've only had one trailer, haven't we? Yeah, Uh, with the one trailer that we've had, um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of dimension jumping and all sorts of well multiverse of madness type of things we had elements of that in the first doctor strange film but it wasn't the same type of of thing so obviously we're expecting a lot of that um i did put this in at the bottom of my notes but i'm going to add it to expectations as well or what we can expect uh, more horror elements this time around of course the mcu is known for being family friendly pg-13 at the most and that's been obviously inviting to lots of you know everyone basically in terms of the audience um i'm not expecting this to be a horror film but it's going to be the most horror film the most horror sorry that we've had probably in an mcu film 
Not in terms of, you know, having a Michael Myers or a ghost face running around killing people. Not in terms of that. But in terms of being a bit more, being a bit darker, being a bit scarier, being a bit more creepy, I suppose. There's certain elements of that in the trailer as well, especially with the um, evil Doctor Strange that we've that we've seen in the, in the trailer. Um, which he looks a bit, you know, more intimidating, a bit more scary, as opposed to your sort of, who have we had before, Loki, of course he was kind of a fun villain, uh, Ultron, who was obviously the robot thing, uh, obviously that was, you know, Jarvis gone bad, uh, we had Thanos, who was, you know, wanted to wipe half the world's existence, which is a scary idea, but it's not specifically horror, we've also had, um, who else have we had, uh, Red Skull, obviously as well, and the woman from Thor Ragnarok, who she was kind of interesting as well. Yeah, you had some other ones, obviously as well here and there, um, such as some of Iron Man's villains. But the main ones that we've kind of had have been Loki, Ultron, and Thor, basically. And now we're getting um, Evil Doctor Strange. So that's going to add, add a bit more of a different, scary, cre- uh, creepy horror element to it. And I think um, this goes back to something I've discussed before. I think I've talked about this on trailers before, uh, uh, podcasts before. But the MCU has been accused, not in, not in like accused, it's been knocked sometimes for being a bit too cookie cutter. I fundamentally disagree with that. Uh, If you want to think that, that's perfectly fine. But we're starting to get different things in the MCU. Like what Moon Knight looks to be, a bit more of a psychological kind of thing. Eternals is very different to anything we've had. Shang-Chi is a bit different. So we're starting to get these different kind of things. And this horror type thing, we haven't really had anything like that before. So the MCU is getting a bit more experimental. Of course, after 26... Seven? I've lost count now. Uh, after a lot of films, basically, and over ten years' worth, you will have to get into some of that, because you can't just do, here's the good guy Avengers, here's the bad guys, Loki, Ultron, etc. Let's beat them up and win the day. Um, not to put the previous films down, obviously they had their own purpose, but now we're getting into more complicated things, more different things, like with the multiverse, and I'm excited to see what this film can do in terms of bringing something a bit different along, uh, being a bit more horror focused and seeing where that sort of takes us as well. So, um, yeah, in terms of my expectations, that's basically what I'm expecting. I am expecting this to, I've written in my notes here, the most game changing MCU film, which ties into expectations. I'm expecting this to completely blow the doors open on the MCU with what you what you can potentially do with Marvel. And I want to say this as well. Now this what I'm about to say might seem a little bit overblown and it might not be end up being true, but it's just my opinion at the moment. If the MCU is going to do what I think it's doing at the moment and this film contributes in the way that I think it's going to contribute and I'm gonna if it does if this film does what I think it's gonna do, I'm going to say so on my review, obviously in May when the film comes out. I think this could this film could end up placing the MCU as the biggest achievement in cinema history. 
I already think we've had like the biggest cinematic moment in the MCU, which is obviously the end game, you know, Avengers Assemble moment. Like no other franchise has done something like that before, has it? Um, where you, you know, build up these characters for years, literally a decade, and then you bring all of them together successfully, cohesively, and you continue to tell this story. Obviously, we don't, we did that. And now we're in this other section where we're trying to, because you might think, okay, well, what, what do you, what do I think is sort of going to happen in regards to what I just said? I think what you could end up getting is a situation where I don't think any older character or previous character is off the table. Um, now you need to do it in terms of. Like with with cameos, I'm talking about. Now cameos is fine. You can have any character pop up for a few seconds and say something and whatever. That that's fine. But if you're going to do something more long term, I think this really opens up those doors massively, and it does kind of allow you to, if you've got an actor that wants to move on or one that you have to get rid of. Uh, could be for lots of different reasons that could happen. Or if you want to kill a character off. You can bring in a new actor to play a different variant from a um, different uh, different Earth, basically. Um, a, bit, a little bit in the same way that um, the Flash has done with the Wells character. Sort of like that, but on a much, much, much bigger scale. And on a much bigger budget as well. Um, and I'm going to get into kind of more specific with that. Because I've written down I've written down certain characters who I think are going to possibly show up. And I'll dig into specifically what I mean more with that. But essentially what I, the, on the baseline of what I'm saying with that is... Okay, we lost... Um, obviously we have a new Captain America now with Sam Wilson. Um, but... You can do things like kill an Iron Man character and bring in a new variant from a different Earth. And if you do something like... Um, that also allows you to have multiple variants of the same character played by a different person. So what you could essentially do, you could have like... And I'm just using this as an example, this next thing. You could let's let's say for example Hugh Jackman comes back as Wolverine for this film. Just just as an example. You can bring him in for this film, have him show up and do something, something meaningful hopefully, and then you can still cast another Wolverine. And you could do that with any of the previous characters. So you think of all like the Fox films, Sam Raimi Spider Man films, Andrew Garfield films, and that I think just opens up an infinite number of of possibilities. Um, you could end up with both Blade characters, both um, <clears throat> Wesley Snipes' Blade and Mahershala's Ali, Mahershala Ali's Blade that is uh, coming up, obviously. And I think that idea, as long as it's used well, and you know the reason for those other characters showing up is good, which I trust the MCU to do that. And I've said that on multiple occasions. I think that's basically what we can expect. But I'll get more into specific characters and stuff in, in a minute. 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of my expectations. I'm expecting something a bit darker, something a bit obviously crazy with all the multiverse stuff. Obviously, it's going to be centered around Doctor Strange and Wanda. And we'll see what happens with the plots going forward from there. Uh, we've only had one trailer, I think, so there's not loads for me to speculate about that in terms of the actual story. But we know that the multiverse is opening up. Uh, Wanda is there. She gives a line to Doctor Strange about like, hey, I opened the multiverse or I did this thing with the multiverse because of this reason I was looked at as a villain. You did it and you're looked at as a hero. And then she's like, doesn't seem fair. That was a great line in the trailer. That was a great scene in the trailer as well. Uh, but I will talk about Wanda specifically. And in the next, obviously, she's going to play a huge part in this film, which I'm very excited by as well. I love the uh, WandaVision TV show. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of my expectations and what to expect. Um, so, yeah, I don't have too much more to add to that. I should probably move on. Uh, speaking of Wanda, Strange and Evil Strange. Uh, yeah, we got some pretty wild um, shots and scenes in the trailers. Um, we saw a... Um, version i was gonna say bloodied i don't know what that would mean uh, a version of wanda with blood on her i don't know how else to describe that um and she didn't look okay um is a best way to describe it i suppose we don't have full context as to that scene so i can't tell you exactly what's going on there but um obviously she had a um uh you know her traumatic um experience with vision obviously one division delved into that in a brilliant way delving into grief and what that meant for her character i think we're definitely going to see that continue here i think there's certain elements from that in the trailer um so you've got that going on then you've got doctor strange um because they've talked before haven't they but they haven't they haven't had a conversation properly i mean obviously there's the the little um the scene in the trailer which i think we saw in another film recently um where dr strange is asking her like what do you know about the multiverse and she said i can't remember which name she said but somebody she said that somebody else said oh the multiverse is dangerous and then we saw like that cloud thing dust cloud thing in in the next shot so they're having it. They ha are having a conversation about it, and we'll see what that kind of leads to. But um, some people have kind of wondered: Okay, is Wanda going to be a villain in this film? I don't think she's going to be a villain. I do think she. I do think her and Doctor Strange are probably going to get in each other's way, and I think there's going to be a debate. As to who's got the right idea for what. In terms of like this multiverse stuff. And what Wanda did. And what Doctor Strange did. And we see anyway in the trailer. That Doctor Strange is in his own bit of trouble. So. Uh, yeah I think they're going to. I think they're going to have a very big. I think there's going to be a play, play a big part in the film as well. I think they're going to have a very big back and forth on. What's right and what's wrong. In terms of what they both did. We, we've seen the start of the. Uh, part of that conversation um they'll probably have multiple obviously conversations about that in this film but um i think they're going to clash on ideas i don't know if they'll out and out fight i don't really want them to because we we kind of look at both of them as like hero characters in a way or like the good 
people as opposed to the evil Doctor Strange who is clearly there to do some bad things um, so we'll see how that plays out but I think they will both come together on certain things and disagree on certain things and that will be a very interesting back and forth in this film uh, especially considering like I said that sort of like hey you did this I did that <clears throat> um, you're the hero I'm the villain that doesn't seem fair um, but even though she said that in the trailer Doctor Strange does appear to get arrested in quotes how far that will get taken we don't know because uh, I can't remember the other character's name but he's speaking to Doctor Strange and is saying about um, the crimes that you've multiverse crimes that you've committed and, and that sort of thing so yeah that's going to play a big part in this as well um, and obviously they're both very very powerful characters so if they start fighting that could get very interesting very chaotic um they both got very chaotic sort of you know powers and things so yeah um i i have seen some speculation as to like is wanda going to kind of lose her mind in quotes in this film and is doctor strange going to have to kill her again that's kind of, that's kind of going along the theory line of like will she turn out to be the villain the villain that you kind of sympathize with because of the whole vision and her kids the trauma there um and that just kind of pushes her over the edge and doctor strange has to like kill her i don't quite think that's going to happen and i will be i think i'll be a bit disappointed i mean it's the it's you know comic books when when is, when is a character like properly dead but you know um I also wonder, like, could Doctor Strange actually kill Wanda anyway? I think they're both potentially capable of killing each other. Um, but that's that's something I don't quite want to happen, is, like, oh, Wanda ends up being the sort of villain. Or well, not the out-and-out villain, but she ends up being too dangerous. I think there's going to be a, a fine line somewhere in there and a bit of a balancing act. And I think that we could see... Yeah, like, okay, she becomes too much of a problem, and maybe Doctor Strange doesn't deliberately kill her, but he has to fight her so much, and I don't know, there could be something interesting going on there. I don't really want that to happen, but then again, if it does, and it's done in the right way, I trust the MCU, um, and, like, Kevin Feige and whatnot, but I hope that that doesn't happen. I hope that their conflict, whatever conflict they're going to have, doesn't get taken that far. I think they'll spar a few times and whatnot, maybe have some disagreements but then you've also got the big the clearly bigger threat which is evil doctor strange or whatever you're supposed to be called anyway that's supposed that's not supposed to be mephisto is it because uh, there's all this mephisto talk and it's like hey is mephisto going to show up in uh wandavision and uh he didn't i don't know much about mephisto actually i don't know anything about mephisto to be honest i think i think he's like a manipulator of the multiverse sort of thing but hey if Mephisto gets introduced into the MCU or if that is Mephisto and he's able to disguise himself or, or whatnot I have to speculate I have to only speculate on Mephisto because I'm really out of the loop on that character but then I want if that character properly enters the MCU I will let the MCU explain to me who that character is and fully sort of what they're about but Mephisto sounds like bad news basically so is evil Doctor Strange Mephisto I don't think so um, I think that could potentially just be an evil variant of Doctor Strange. That's just my 
idea, uh, my um, thoughts towards that, but there we go. Uh, so that's the, the general kind of thing for this film, the general outline. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting too much. We've only had like one trailer. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, all right, let's move on from that, and uh, let's have a little bit of fun with cameos, shall we? Now, I haven't listed every single Marvel character, and like, are they going to show up, yes or no? I've listed characters who I think are more likely to appear, instead of just like, oh, is um, Punisher, the old, the previous version of Punisher going to show up? Probably not, um, but maybe. Because there's two... If I ended up doing that and listed 20 characters or something... It would be too much of me going... Oh, maybe they'll show up. But there's no reason for me to think that they will or won't. But there are characters I've listed here... That I think have a more specific... Good reason for showing up. Now, I don't mind flashy, cool cameos of like... Oh, remember that character from that previous film? They showed up. As long as that's done right. But these characters I've listed, I think, will have a bit more of a... A reason for being there so let's stick to those instead of just speculating on like 50 different characters so um previous x-men uh, i think is somewhat of the most likely and yes we all saw that trailer and there might be a bit of manipulation going on obviously but patrick stewart's voice was absolutely in that trailer whether he's playing somebody else whether he's a different variant of Professor X, he might not even be playing Professor X, he might be playing a different character, we don't know. But, that was definitely Patrick Stewart's voice. Uh, I think we can all, you know, if you go back and watch the trailer, I think we can all agree that we heard Patrick Stewart's voice. We didn't see him, we saw like, a little outline of his leg, or the side of him, or, you know, whatever, but it was too far, the camera was too far away. I don't think anybody could properly tell us, unless they made the film, um, if that was if that was uh, um, Professor X and whatnot. And yes, there's a chairs there, and yes, Professor X sits in a wheelchair. But still, um, I think that's just you know people sitting on chairs at the top. But there's definitely Patrick Stewart's voice. Is he playing Professor X? Um, I'd say was more than likely than him playing somebody else. Um, that would also make sense, given what this film is looking to do, and what I think this film is looking to do, which is what I mentioned earlier. Um, and this is again another really, really interesting, going back to what I mentioned earlier, because I said I was going to get specific with characters. You could have Patrick Stewart show up, he could be in just that scene, maybe, he could be in another scene. Um, he's clearly, because he's so... He, the, the actual line of dialogue because obviously I said that he speaks what he actually says is we should tell him the truth um, so that's very interesting I have no idea what he's talking about but apparently I don't know what that truth is either so I guess we'll find out with Doctor Strange and unless that scene is a bit different obviously Marvel has manipulated certain trailers in the past it could be that they put Doctor um, not Doctor Strange um, Patrick Stewart's voice in that scene, but when he says that, he's in a different scene. We don't know, uh, but we can only go by, by by we can only go by what we've actually been shown. Um, but again, this could be an opportunity where again you open you open up the multiverse and it gives you multiple opportunities for things, which is what I'm excited by. And what you can essentially do there is you can bring back previous X Men. They don't have to stick around for five, ten films. 
but then you can still do something very interesting with them in the film that they're in. So if Patrick, if Patrick Stewart is Professor X in this film, you can do something interesting with him in this film. Maybe use him again later, maybe not. But you have the option of him there, obviously. The other thing you can do is you can use both him and a new... If you re, if obviously you cast a new version of Professor X, played by anybody, or you could use um, which one was it? Was it James? Yeah, it was James McAvoy. Yeah, because I get him and uh, Michael Fassbender mixed up because they played obviously um, Magneto and Professor X, um, Michael Fassbender and uh, James McAvoy. But it, yeah, it was James McAvoy that was Professor X. Uh, but you can do all three actually. You could probably you could possibly have Patrick Stewart's Professor X, James's Professor X and a new one. Not all in the same film, although well we've seen examples, haven't we, of that being done right uh in, in other films. I'll I'll get on to something to do with Spider Man a bit later as well. Um But yes, that's poss- that's a possibility. Now you could do it as like, oh Patrick Stewart's here, isn't that cool? Alright, goodbye. Or you could I mean, I think it's just the fact that the options are so open, I think, is the coolest part. And when you bring in a new Professor X, because I think they probably will eventually anyway, it doesn't have to strictly be, oh, he's recast. It's just, here's our new one from a different multiverse or from Earth Prime, if that's what they're calling it. Um because then I guess you could label the other one as like the Fox X-Men Earth. Or however you want to label that. Which is obviously where Patrick Stewart's one would be. So we'll see what goes on with that. But again, very, very interesting options. Uh, but previous X-Men, I think we will at least see some previous X-Men. Um, I don't know about like the whole group of them or whatever. Obviously, you're probably not going to get Jennifer Lawrence back. I think that's uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty certain. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence could play... A different Marvel character. There's no reason why not. Um, but I don't think she's going to be returning. As. Um, who did she play Mystique. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's going to be happening. I think. Um, but yeah. Could use any of those previous cast. And new cast versions. Um, and I think that opens up. So many interesting possibilities. And I'm very very look- much looking forward to. Seeing that happen. Uh, previous Fantastic Four members. Because the next two groups that we're really waiting for to show up. Is the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. But why that's so cool. Is again the mix of. You can have you can have those two groups of characters talk to each other. In these scenes. You can have new versions talk to old versions. You can do so many different story things. You can have multiple different versions of Wolverine. Whether it's Hugh Jackman or somebody else or not. Um, but Fantastic Four, uh, Kevin Feige has said that, uh, there is a new one in development, a new film in development, um, what was the director's name again? I think it was the guy that did the Ant-Man, was it John Watts, I think his name was, who did Spider-Man? I may be mixing that up with something else, or was that the Ant-Man Quantumania film one of those things anyway i think it's john watts that's that's um john watts is the name that i'm remembering right now i just can't remember which film that he was previously attached to but yes uh kevin feige has absolutely mentioned that they are looking to do a fantastic four film 
So, again, same situation. You could either have... Um, I think Chris Evans makes a lot of sense in this situation. You could have him pop up as Human Torch. Um, I don't think that you'll see him as Captain America. I don't think that's quite necessary. Especially as you've just done a whole season of TV. Uh, well, it was about a year ago, actually, wasn't it? Um, when you establish a new Captain America. But given that Chris Evans, obviously, Captain America... And previously played Human Torch. You could bring him in for a little something. And then you could even later down the line. When we get this new film. Will probably be the new cast anyway. I wouldn't expect to see. You know when they did the younger. Uh, Fantastic Four. Which I never actually saw that film. Um, they had. I think it was Michael B. Jordan. And a few other people. Um, I very much didn't pay attention to that film. But that was another Fox one. I don't think you'll see those actors show up for this film i think if you're going to bring back previous ones i think it will be from the original film uh so like jessica alba and uh chris evans and whoever else was was in that film um and yeah you got like dr doom that's that's possibly there as well but yeah i think i i don't know if i don't think you'll see both fantastic four and x-men i think in this you'll get one or the other um, actually, forget I just said that. I think that you'll see. It depends what's going on with Patrick Stewart, because even though I've just said that, um, I think what we'll actually get. Let me correct myself there. I think what we'll get, because I just said that, and then I thought about the Patrick Stewart thing, because it seems like Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four film, is closer than the X Men film. We don't know that. Given the way that they've been talked about, X Men feels a bit further off. But then you've got the separate potential element of a Wolverine film because the Wolverine role is going to be huge, huge still. Um, yeah, it depends what happens with Patrick Stewart. But I, I think you're more than likely to see one of those sets of characters and not the other possibly but i could be wrong about that i'm not completely sure just that the patrick stewart thing is throwing me off with that but yeah that's what i think that you'll potentially see uh, let's move on from those two groups of characters um i don't think deadpool will be in this film um i think because i think deadpool 3 has got a little bit of trouble at the moment from what i've read um and Deadpool is one of the more problematic MCU characters to adapt because of the way he talks, obviously, you know, the foul language and stuff. Um, and I think it's going to be a question of, like, how do you... I think that's actually the MCU's biggest challenge right now, is you can put Fantastic Four in with the MCU. It'd be great to see him fight alongside, like, Spider-Man or Daredevil, those kind of characters... But how do you deal with... Because you can get away with certain violent things in PG-13. We're about to see how Moonlight is going to handle that. Because it looks to be a bit darker as well. But you can't be dropping F-bombs in uh, PG-13 films. So how do they do the bridge gap thing of like... Bringing Deadpool in? I don't know. Um, but I don't think that we'll see that. I think it's. Too, I don't know if they've quite got the Deadpool. Th I think Ryan Reynolds will continue to play him. I think Deadpool three will still happen. I think it will take some time. But 
I just don't quite see Deadpool being in this film. Um, plus, you know, we can't just spend the whole time on cameos and stuff, and we do have a story to tell, and we've probably only got two hours or two and a half, whatever. So I think you can just leave Deadpool out of this for now. Um, but again, you can still have different variants of Deadpool, Deadpool pop up, which you don't actually need to do for Deadpool because you've only got one current sort of version. So we'll see. Uh, a couple more things to talk about here. Um, of course, Iron Man I mentioned earlier. There was a reason I mentioned Iron Man. There is a lot of rumours going around at the moment that Tom Cruise is going to play a new variant of Iron Man. Um, I think I've discussed this with one of my friends before who said to me that, uh, that um, Tom Cruise was considered for the role when, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. ended up getting it. Um, quite similar actors, I suppose. Uh... I think the Tom Cruise thing is a possibility. Because you can also do some very... I, I don't think you'll see Robert Downey Jr. pop up back as Iron Man. Because he only just recently died in the MCU. Um, and I, don't, I also don't think you need to bring Robert Downey Jr. back. I think you could see him as like a Jarvis-style hologram where he left his like AI personality behind or something. Um, you could even potentially the way that you could potentially play around with that is if you do get a Tom Cruise thing pop up and he's speaking to some other character and Tony Stark's left behind some sort of hologram thing where the Tom Cruise Iron Man Tony Stark listens to a message from Robert Downey Jr's Iron Man or some something like that I, I can see happening um, given all the tech stuff with Iron Man. I could see some sort of hologram thing that's been left behind. A bit a bit sort of Princess Leia in Star Wars, a bit like that. The Obi Wan message thing, if you remember that from years ago. I think that could potentially happen. The other interesting part about this, and if you're playing around with Iron people, is you do have an Iron Heart series on the way, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. I don't think you'll see Iron Heart in this film. What I think you could set up and do is, because I'm not sure what uh, what Ironheart's backstory is, if she has any connection to Tony Stark, like if she knows him or has watched him as Iron Man and got inspired. I I don't know anything about Ironheart's backstory. Um, what you could possibly do, I don't know how exactly this would play out, but some sort of version where Tom Cruise does show up as Iron Man we establish him as an Iron Man in the MCU from a different Earth obviously but then Ironheart is from our Earth Earth Prime if you want to call it that and she we see her because I think she's getting a TV show isn't she not a film Uh, that TV show sets her up and then she meets um, she meets Tom Cruise's Iron Man, and she like again maybe watched Iron Man on the news or, or or something, got inspired, and then you could sort of have this conversation maybe where because Tom Cruise didn't like know the Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. They kind of like connect in that sort of way. Maybe it's a very rough idea, but I think some of you see what I'm going with, with that. But it gives you a lot of a lot of options. I- I- Iron Man or an Iron character 
is not going to be done in it's not going to like we'll see another character is what i mean i don't know about like gwyneth paltrow's rescue character i thought that was an because we saw a glimpse of that in endgame but um well apparently gwyneth paltrow doesn't remember if she's in certain mcu films (laughs) but um and she's got her weird uh goop netflix thing going on um I don't know how Marvel slash Disney feels about that, but I know there's been some controversy around her. Um, I don't think you really need her to pop back up. I think she can like make little appearances. Um, but yeah, I, there's, there's options there as to what you can do, but I don't think the future of the Iron character is going to be Gwyneth Paltrow's or Pepper Potts's rescue. Um, you could use that character if you want to, but I don't think anybody's really clamoring for that character or the actress apparently. So we'll we'll see what what happens with that. Um so yeah, there, there there's options there, which which again is the cool thing I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing what this film does with the options that I've speculated upon. And obviously I've done a bunch of speculation as to what could happen. I don't know who's going to show up. We've heard Patrick Stewart's voice. We don't know what that means. Could be a different scene, could be a manipulation. It was definitely his voice. He recorded something for this. Um, just a question as to whether he's actually in this film. I don't know. Um, but we'll all find out in about two months on May the 6th. Or shortly after that point. Um, so yeah. Uh, the other film thing I've got written down is of course more horror elements. I already spoke about that anyway. The last thing I've got to talk about is a spoiler for Spider-Man No Way Home. So what I'm going to do... Is I'm going to do the outro now. Because even though you might be like. Oh Matt everybody knows what happens in No Way Home. Well not everybody might not. Not not everybody might know what happens in No Way Home. Some people might not know what happens. And I want to respect those people that haven't seen the film. Haven't maybe been able to get to it. I don't, heck I don't think David's seen that film yet. So I don't know what David. I, I, I remember David said he knows a few things about the film. But I don't know if he knows about the big thing. So I want to respect those people still. I don't just want to blur out spoilers. That's not what we do on Entertainment Talk. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do the outro. Then we'll take a quick break. And then I'll do like a separate section after that. Um, and talk about um, just a little something. To, it's not any... I mean, it's a pretty big thing obviously. But um, yeah, just discussing Spider-Man's potential part in this film. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, uh, if you enjoyed what you've listened to today for Doctor Strange, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Who do you think is going to show up? What do you think in terms of previous versions of characters, new versions of characters? Do you think Patrick Stewart is in this film as Professor X? Do you think he's somebody else? Do you think the that um, voice clip of him is for a different scene and they move the scenes around or something? Could be some trickery going on there. Who do you think is going to show up? What do you think of the Wonder? strange and evil strange situation and uh, what's your expectations for this film let me know uh, there's still a couple of months to discuss this film obviously so let's talk about it in that way uh, you can do so by writing in to matthewentertainmenttalk.org twitter etalkuk does a contact page and information in your show notes so get involved there's also a cl- uh, email box on the website version of the episode uh, which a lot of you use so you can use that as well there's also a clickable email name that you can use to write in. Um, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast. So take a look for that as well, all that stuff as well. 
Uh, you can uh, use word of mouth and social media. Uh, let other people know about what we're doing, where they can find it, either by just telling them or social media. Spread the word over those places as well. That really helps us out. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Uh, take a look um, at that as well. If you'd like to, ad-free podcast review options over on Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers. Uh, David is, as I mentioned David a minute ago, what does he do? He posts uh, TV and film news over on geektown.co.uk. You can also find Geektown Radio episodes on Tuesday, so there should be a new episode tomorrow, which will be for the 1st of March, fresh for the new month. Um, so that's Geektown, Geek, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio, those episodes on Tuesdays. Uh, you can find Bex for lots of fun streams over on Twitch, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. She's doing Tomb Raider and whatnot at the moment, so go and have a look at what she's doing over there. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter as well, eTalkUK, for my different gaming streams. You can also find them later, archived on YouTube, Entertainment Tool Plays, as well as a lot of uh, video game clips and that kind of stuff as well. Still some things to update on the YouTube channel, but go and check that out, Entertainment Tool Plays on YouTube. Alright, let's take a quick break. Once I return for the break, if you've not if you've not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, you can feel free to leave now because I've discussed everything else. Um, so yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll discuss some stuff from Spider-Man No Way Home and what could happen in this film. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for listening, the, those of you who aren't sticking around. I'll see you, you all next time. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll talk about Spider-Man. See you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but... It won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film, we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so this is the Spider-Man discussion thing. If you've uh, seen or not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm going to be spoiling part of the film. Already given you a warning and I already said that you could click the podcast off. Anyway... So, um, 
I don't think Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to be in this film. I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man is going to be put to the side for a bit. Given the ending of No Way Home and him kind of trying to, uh, you know, figure his life out after, um, after, what was it? After, have, you know, losing his identity. Uh, or people forgetting, you know, who he is and stuff that he is uh, Spider-Man. Uh, so I don't think you'll see Tom Holland in this film. I do think there's a chance that you see Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire. I think it will be one or the other. Now there's been some speculation as to... Okay, what is Sony going to do with this Venom thing? Which sucks at the moment because neither of the Venom films were good. Morbius is out soon. I don't really care about Morbius. What? And are they going to eventually use one of the Spider-Man characters? Because you do have three of them now. Um, or we had three of them before, but two of them returned after a long time. Are you going to use one of the other two? So either Toby or Andrew with the Venom stuff so that a Spider-Man can fight that Venom character. And what's going to happen with that? So I think you'll see either... I think you'll possibly see either Toby or Andrew's Spider-Man pop up here, possibly. Uh, maybe for like a cameo thing. I feel like the it makes the most sense. Again, this is me just speculating and stuff, but um, and obviously the spoiler part I'm was mentioning was me saying that obviously Toby and Andrew are, are back or have have returned. Obviously, in the last couple of months, um, I think it makes the most sense. For Sony to use Andrew Spider-Man. Given that people are now clamouring for an amazing Spider-Man 3. It makes sense that if you did do another Spider-Man film with Andrew's Spider-Man. That that's where the Venom stuff can tie in. And they can do their own thing over there. Although it's interesting because Tom Hardy's Venom was in the post credit scene of Spider-Man No Way Home. But then that, that, that just means that obviously the multiverse is already kind of open slash opening so that again opens those possibilities. Um, I don't think that you'll see a new um, Venom like MC. You know how I've been saying this whole time about like uh, if you had the new the new X Men or the new Fantastic Four and the and the previous ones, the old ones, uh, because obviously the rights. I'm pretty sure the rights to Venom are tied up with Sony and. I think if you started doing it to where... Okay, the MCU's got Spider-Man at the moment anyway. And has had all three Spider-Men in one of their films. It doesn't make sense for Sony to allow a different Venom in the MCU. Because then it makes their own Venom a bit sort of mute. A bit pointless, doesn't it? Um, I feel like Toby's Spider-Man could show up. In this film. Because uh, I, I just flat out don't think that Tom Spider-Man is going to be in this. And given how big of an impact this is going to have on the MCU. I just feel like one of the Spider-Men would notice the situation. And obviously want to do the hero thing which is help out. I do think Spider-Man showing up is less likely than... Well not as... Uh, the, the least likely character I still think is Deadpool. I think the ne- next least likely character is Spider-Man. But if one of them is going to show up, I think it's going to be Toby's. 
because I, I feel like Sony wants to do something possibly with Andrew's Spider-Man, which which could still tie back into the MCU anyway, but that's what I feel like is, is the situation. Um... But yeah, that that was just my speculation for for that stuff. So um, let me know what you think. Who, which Spider Man, uh, is going to show up? Which of the two? I think. I mean, if you think Tom's going to be in this film, then fair enough. That's if you want to think that, that's cool. I just think he's kind of on the on on the side a bit for now. Plus, Tom's been busy with like Uncharted and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see how all that goes. But yeah, let me know which um which Spider Man do you think could show up? Do you think neither of them are going to? Which one of the two, so Tom, uh, not Tom, Toby or Andrew, do you think could be used for the Venom thing? I think that's more likely Andrew's Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I just think if there's a big crisis like this that Spider-Man would want to show up. And given that you've just re-established the other two, it gives you three Spider-Men that you could use. So maybe one of them will be in the film. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but we'll see. But let me know which what you think is going to happen with Spider-Man, possibly. Uh, in this film given that all three of them have met Doctor Strange as well because they were all obviously in the film together they know him and they might be aware of the situation I could be completely wrong maybe Spider-Man won't be in this film at all but yeah it's just what I was thinking so anyway that's pretty much that I've already done everything else so thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time goodbye